0: terminator 2 <laughs> terminator 2 foliage water thing oh yeah i think yeah i think they shot this in the same place as they shot that terminator 2 scene it looked very similar to me did you know, do you know what i'm talking about i i think i will when you start talking about it but I, <laughs> it just, just i was like i, I know that place random. but i mean they all probably all look the same you know, it's, it could have been in, in any studio or in any city. You know, mm. it's like yeah, it's a massive. I don't know what do you call those in the states. Those like those we 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 call them like it's a French word. We call it falage, like those. You know what I'm talking about? Those big water, like huge. They're like concrete sides. You know the part where the the Terminator is driving the truck and he truck dr- drives in Terminator oh, two, yeah, he drives yeah. off the bridge. What do you call that thing?
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't actually remember. Like. That's um isn't that something we have a lot in Ohio? Yeah,
0: Where I mean I guess you would it's... have
1: a lot more of them in... in
0: places that flood.
1: Yeah, and uh it's more of like I would say like an LA thing. It's very
0: common. All right, right, cuz we had them in Oman and it was just basically cuz it was to kind of flash flood ch- Channel stuff. the
1: flash floods. Yeah, we don't get a lot of flash floods in yeah. Ohio. So. Just constant
0: rain. Mm. Yeah, like Scotland.
1: <laughs> but but it's also um <laughs> just when you go to that for Terminator, but whereas Greece, and inti- what Greece has lots of them. The the whole race is in
0: in Greece, not the country. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! I was like, I've been to Greece, like, but I was a kid. I don't remember seeing tons of phalanges everywhere. Like, is that a common thing? In ah, in the movie. Greece. In the movie, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Greece. <laughs> I'm not sure whether to recommend
1: it or not. It's a very US thing. I think this is all going to get cut in, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Not all of it, yeah. hopefully. Hello, and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. And I'm Darren. And today we're going to be talking about a movie called Circle. This movie is from 2015, it is directed and written by Aaron Hahn and Mario Miskio. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. It is a low-budget film, I think we could say. It is a very simple film as far as shooting, but editing was probably a bit tricky. It
0: stars not a lot of people you ever know. But a lot of people, there's like 50 people in that room at they start.
1: About the only person that I recognized was Julie Benz. And that's because I know her from Dexter and Buffy.
0: And Rambo 4. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which I haven't seen, actually. So I didn't recognize her from that. But I think that is on her IMDb. You would know her from.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's the only one I recognize as well.
1: Which I think is great for what this movie is. It really should be a bunch of nobodies. And it felt a bit weird that she stuck out <laughs> in that way. But I think it works very well. It's definitely one that I would. Recommend, but it kind of comes with some caveats. It's mostly talking. Yeah. It's got a very intense pace. It doesn't let up a whole lot.
0: Single location for the most of the movie.
1: So keep that in mind. I do like it. It would, I guess, rate as sci fi.
0: Yep, yep.
1: But it's really more than that. Yeah. And really, the sci fi aspect is only to set up the situation. A few things to talk about before we get into the spoiler section. One, make sure you're getting Circle.
0: Yeah, not The Circle.
1: Not The Circle or any other of a million things that have Circle in the title. This one is very specific. It's a very specific look. If you see a bunch of people standing in a room on a bunch of red dots, you've hit the right one.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a really weird description, yeah, but that's exactly right. You're going to see about,
1: to sum up the movie in a fairly spoiler free way, I would say it's a group of 50 people that wake up not knowing where they are or why they're there, and they're basically sleeping standing up, which is pretty crazy to see as we kind of pan around and see all the faces. This is basically the type of movie that I fall for. It is a bit of science fiction. It is. A B-movie, I would say, but a very good B-movie. I think a very good B-movie often, for me, is worth so many more just mediocre mainstream films. I don't know if this will be a short episode or not. I originally thought, yes, is it going to be, because not a lot happens in this movie as far as it's one location, but the sheer intense amount of dialogue and stuff that gets covered, I think... Well... Hopefully, It'll let's just see. be a normal episode is what I'm hoping for. But I've got four pages of notes, and Darren's sitting there with three. So we're going to see. So anything else before we jump into it?
0: No. Nope. Yeah, I'd never heard of this movie. I think you told me about this.
1: I found it on Netflix, so likely if yeah. you have Netflix, you'll be able to find it there.
0: Yeah, yeah as soon as as soon as I started watching it, I I knew, like, yeah, this is probably something that I will enjoy. Yeah, despite it being a bit of a, a B movie, it's still, like you said, it's a really good one. So, yeah. Let's let's root. Let's spoil it.
1: All right. So, your final warning now is the spoiler section. Okay. Here we are in the spoiler section. So we jump into the movie very quickly because the movie doesn't take a lot of time. Now I will say I probably wrote more about the first five minutes than I did a about any other section of the movie, because a lot happens in that first five minutes.
0: Yeah, man, uh, it's that's an intense opening. That pan
1: around as you're looking at all the faces quickly, as they're sleeping, standing up, which is just a really creepy concept, which requires zero special effects.
0: <laughs> Close your eyes, everybody.
1: <laughs> Close your eyes, maybe put your head to the side. But looking at them all, standing there, sleeping, Just something about that just creeped me out the first time and made me realize quickly something weird is happening. A woman wakes up. She starts shouting, hello. A red circle on the floor buzzes when she tries to move or when she tries to touch someone else. So this is very quickly warning us, what are the rules of the room? Yeah. You have to stay in your circle. You can't touch anyone else. A man says, don't move. They can see us. What is this? She asks. I don't know, he says. A different woman wakes up. She kind of freaks out. She's like, John, John, where are you? She steps off her circle and she gets zapped. She's down quickly. The orb in the middle, this is where we see, this is where the the source of the power apparently is coming from. It's kind of crackling with energy and it's buzzing. And it looks very ominous. But again, very simple. There's no dials on it. There's no extra... Buttons or anything It's just a big black orb that Crackles with electricity basically And that's it Yeah, It's a beautiful enemy that's faceless Yeah, exactly
0: But I like that opening how they basically In the first five minutes or less They, they set up all of the rules for What's going to happen
1: Yeah, There's a kind of bing noise A kind of countdown that we don't know what it is At this point, but it sounds And then there's a huge alarm That awakes everyone So now everyone's awake and everyone's going nuts, which makes for a super intense first few minutes. As another guy freaks out, he steps off his circle. He dies. The first guy says, freeze. They can see if we move. Cop realizes he doesn't have a gun. We hear two bings, then three single notes, and the dead man's hand raises. A circle appears on his hand, and he gets dragged off by an invisible force. That was
0: pretty creepy as well, man.
1: <laughs> Again, super low on special effects, but very, very effective. And that's where a B-movie can really shine. Yeah. The orb charges up, and it kills guy number one, who the first time I watched it, I thought was going to be the hero. <laughs> or he was going to be the double agent, because... He seemed to know more than anyone else. They're watching us. He's like, they're yeah. watching us. He seems to know what nobody else does at the very beginning. But he just gets eliminated. Yeah, done. <laughs> which is beautiful. Even the second time, because it had been uh, six months, I think, since I'd watched it the first time. I forgot. I, I was waiting. I was like, okay, this guy's going to make it a long way in the game. Let me keep track of him. Oh, no, he's gone already.
0: Well, because when I saw him, I, I was like, As soon as he died, I was like, oh, it's the exact same trick that the cube uses uh, when they kill the guy. What's the guy's name? The guy, the the Ren, is it? Yeah. Uh, He's the guy that knows everything. And then, nope, he's done. And so this guy was very similar in character to that. Uh, He's like, he seems to know stuff. Just enough to give us an idea of what's going on. And then, yeah, then he's removed from the equation entirely. I did like that. Once he dies,
1: guy number one, who I label as guy number one, the camera starts panning around quickly to show everyone's reaction. Everyone is just a mess at this point. They don't know what's going on. There are triangles on the floor. They start lighting up. And they're what I labeled a choosing pattern. It's very difficult. There nobody really has names in this. Mm. So... It shows the unfortunate moniker of the Asian guy, but because he makes reference to that later, about like, I'm not counting the number of Asians here. Yeah. But he does a funny thing with his hand, and I didn't know what was going on the first time, but they show it very clearly, so you can tell that this is going to be important. A random woman dies, and then that guy says, "Moving your hands, moves the pointer. We have about five deaths in about five minutes, which is pretty brilliant. But that wipes out... 10% 10% of the cast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is the movie in real time? Or close, Might as well or be. Or close to? Yeah. I mean, if there's 50 deaths, that would be 100 minutes. Because it's two minutes per death, isn't it? Kind of like a counter almost.
1: Roughly, though. I think <clears throat> some can go faster if they've stepped off early.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: And I don't know. I wasn't pedantic enough to time it to mm. see how accurate they were with the two minutes.
0: But, I mean, at least it felt like real time I mean it felt like this was like a game that would last that long
1: yeah like I said in the opening this movie doesn't let up yeah it lets up a tiny bit it doesn't feel like there are moments where they stop and try to figure things out which do make it slow down enough that you don't feel like it's 100 minutes of an action movie right so they've done an amazingly good job I think of pacing this movie where it could have been an absolute disaster which again is why I think the editing is real tricky. It's like the, the character that we don't see because that's the one that's kind of put it all together in a way that makes this movie work. This could have been a really terrible movie, but the editing is really tight in this one that yeah. it makes that timing work. Hmm. I've made special marks in my notes for when they make a plan or they've had some kind of revelation About what's going on. But even the revelations are not necessarily revelations, but they're good ideas, I guess. The first plan, which is beautiful, is nobody do anything. We don't choose anything. But that doesn't work.
0: Yeah, that just turns it into a game of Russian roulette.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the pregnant lady who says, we're voting. Because what they've realized is that they can only see their own pointer. Yeah. So you don't know who is voting for you. No one knows if you're voting for anyone else. And that's basically the key to this movie. Is that they are voting on each other and they have to decide who is worthy.
0: Yeah, it's the deadly version of The Weakest Link.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's true. I I have a real problem with that show to begin with. (laughs) Mainly the host. Yeah, I mean... Mostly her bad insults that didn't really fly, but
0: it it worked in the beginning because in the UK it was like she was dry and it was funny, but as soon as it got put onto American television, it was like oh you have to like do more and she it wasn't who she was and she became this caricature of herself and it didn't it was just cringeworthy at points.
1: My biggest problem with the show was always that the idea was as it was always explained, if you can work together, you can all win at the end, but that's never how it worked. Mm-hmm. The show was designed to pick you apart and vote people off. And it was too hard to really ever get to that. But we we'll, we'll don't need to talk about the Spoilers weakest Spoilers
0: for the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so that's about eight minutes in when the Russian roulette s- starts. So it's like, that's an intense eight minutes of opening for sure. But the, so, one, the one thing I didn't understand, and maybe you can clarify yeah. this, or maybe I saw this wrong, was I don't understand why did that person at the beginning, maybe it was just to show the mechanics of the movie. That person at the beginning that was touching people and was just getting, like, an electric shock, she made, a, like, two or three big mistakes, and she didn't die. But then as soon as that guy steps off, he's instantly killed. But that one person was allowed to make mistakes, and she, and, didn't, she didn't die. No, she wasn't. Did she not step off her plate?
1: She was moving towards stepping off the plate, but it gave her a warning. Ah, so she okay. stopped. Okay. She went to touch the other guy, but it gave her a warning, so she stopped. Ah, so she didn't actually do it.
0: Okay, right.
1: She was very close, but that guy who freaked out, he literally just... Bolted. He was going to run away. And so, the second you step off, you really step off, you're out. Mm -hmm. Next plan. Let's vote for the dead lady. Oh, yeah. Great plan. Didn't work. Random person dies. Yep. You're going to hear that a lot. Random person dies. (laughs) So, they try... Uh... (laughs) Ah. I call this guy the poofy hair dude. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> he has a very Andrew Garfield-esque hair. Yeah. He says, we need to choose the old people. They've had their life. And they just start killing off the older people. So the poor old man is voted off. He's dead. They use this time to try and figure things out. So they ask the military guy if he knows what's going on. I mean, is it like an alien invasion? I don't know. It's just kind of weird that that comes up here because it comes up later that that is what it is. Yeah. So it's almost as though they have a bit of a memory fog, I guess. It's maybe me filling in the gaps a bit, and it really shouldn't be the kind of thing that they're guessing at, considering how many people seem to remember it later. But I'll give them this one. I'll give them that they just woke up, they're in a weird situation, and possibly... In a bit of memory fog because they don't remember how they got here. Yeah. There's only one, maybe two guys who actually remember anything. All right. Now, I've labeled this next guy Cardigan guy. Cardigan <laughs> <laughs> guy. Because that's what he's wearing. Yeah. He's going to be very key, though. So, we'll, we'll need to hang on to him.
0: Okay. Remember Cardigan guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, he's the one he remembers being in a traffic jam, running, then... All went dark. Everybody else kind of corroborates. You see the guy that looks like Pee Wee. So you're gonna do this, and it's not gonna help, because <laughs> you're gonna have it in your head. Uh, he doesn't look like Pee Wee Herman, no.
0: The Weasley math teacher guy, or something like uh, that. Is that him? He's about, Is he wearing a cardigan? Math, math teacher? Is he a math teacher?
1: All right, look. <laughs> we're in the we're in the spoiler section, right? Yeah. This is the last guy.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, the last guy, right? <laughs>
1: He is the one who seems to remember things. Yeah. He remembers being pulled up into the air, maybe into a ship. Are we on the ship? Are others doing this as well? There's all sorts of questions, but no answers. But we do kind of get it at the end. So I'm very happy with what we got, to be honest. Because it's not the focus of the movie, but it was just enough. We'll get to that, though. Uh, He says the next thing he remembers is being in a small room. There's only a red light, like a dark room. But there's lots of bodies in a pile. They might have been sleeping. They might be dead. I don't remember. Then the one old man claims to remember aliens. And the others say, no, no, you're just trying to buy time. He's like, no, give me a minute. Give me a minute. There's something about numbers. And, well, they vote him off. Yeah. (laughs) So he's dead. Which is a bit sad because I would have liked to have seen him continue the bluff. But for them to do that, they would have had to very quickly vote for somebody else. But the thing is, the very next woman who's supposed to be voted off, she has white hair, but she's only 52. And this is where people start going, whoa, whoa, whoa. We said people 70 and over. This changes things. Well, why is your hair white? Some people's <laughs> hair goes white young anyway. But she apparently had chemo for cancer. Oh, well, you're going to die anyway. No, it's in remission. <laughs> yeah. And that's where the cop goes, well, what's next? 40-year-olds? Yeah. Come on, young guy. Like, this is not the way it's going to work. There are more old people than, well, at least older people than you. But Poofy Hair is very adamant that she goes. So he's the one who dies. Yeah. And this is a common theme here of talking too much, showing too much of your dark side, I think. And then that's what gets you eliminated.
0: Yeah, I I, I wrote in my notes, I smiled when he died.
1: (laughs) I did too, because I thought he was going to live a little bit longer. This movie does a very good job of putting somebody at the center. So you think that they're going to be at least somebody that lasts a long time, but then doesn't. It's mm-hmm. at this point that there's no leader again. So the military guy he kind of steps up. and He tries to be helpful. So we don't need to be afraid of each other. We need to talk to each other and we need to figure it out. And so his plan, get to know each other. And this is where Beth, the woman with curly hair, she explains... A lot about herself. She kind of takes up the entire two minutes. She's single. She works in HR. She has no kids. But she does have cats or
0: something. I'm a cat lady.
1: (laughs) And there's the cynical part of me that just thinks they got rid of her uh, because she talked too much. (laughs) But really, most of them are trying to hide behind the fact that at least she didn't have kids. So... Kids becomes a very important thing, but much like human ethics and morality, it it means something when it means something, and it doesn't when it doesn't. So the people with no kids don't want that to become the policy. And the people with kids don't really want it to become the policy either, because we're, we're gonna find out the big key to the late game all comes down to the pregnant lady and the little kid. Yep. Yeah. I do love here that there's a woman who says, I chose her because she didn't have kids. <laughs> and the woman says, but she was still human. <laughs> next plan. No names. It's going to make this easier for everyone. Here's where <laughs> this guy, I think it's, I think it's sweater vest guy. I, I just put older white guy at this point, but I think it's sweater vest oh, guy. Oh, that's
0: who I was confusing for cardigan guy.
1: He's picking on the the younger like African-American man to speak next. He's like. Hey, uh, somebody else should speak next. How about you? And he does this a lot, this deflecting. He's such a slimy guy.
0: He's the guy that I thought looked like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> and, and, and granted, I've never seen Pee Wee Herman in my life. But I've seen pictures of him like 20 years ago. So that's my skewed interpretation of what Pee Wee Herman is. <laughs> Just a small little you sw- never... sweater vest wearing Weasley dude. You never saw... Mystery Man? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Is he in that? Yeah. I saw that, like, in 1995, man. I don't even remember. All right, but you
1: have seen him. The spleen? Yes. Yeah,
0: okay. (laughs) He (laughs) doesn't.
1: The thing is that Peter Hermit doesn't even look like that now, so that's that's the weird thing.
0: And this is... Well, we'll put two pictures up side by side. We'll see how wrong I was.
1: All right, you feel free. (laughs) Anyway, I love, I love how slimy this guy is. He says, how about you? And I love what this guy says in response. And like, no way. She said nothing wrong and we killed her. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> and that was just beautiful. There's a guy who says his name is Craig. Maybe he said it earlier or maybe he's saying it now. I didn't write it in my notes, but he speaks and he says his wife is next to him. And shouldn't that count for something? He basically pleads not to kill the wife. There's another couple that recognize each other. The one who referred to herself earlier as a doctor and this guy in the blue shirt. And he says, like, I know Susan where, like, one of them says co-workers, one of them says neighbors. And uh, the Asian guy says, oh, yeah, affair. We get it. So there's now no clear choice.
0: They're starting to set up in the movie that at least one or two people have relationships within the room. So, like, everybody kind of is connected to each other in a, in a weird way. Do you think so? I think, well, that's what I took from it. Like, the cop, he knows the gang member guy. The, the couple are having the affair.
1: See, I don't think so. I think there are a few that happen to know each other. But I think, for the most part, most people don't have any connection. Mm. Because, well, the oldest woman... Is gone now. Yeah. We go on now. They want to choose the guy who only speaks Spanish. That's right. And there's a whole issue of, is he illegal? And does it even matter? Considering the situation, does it matter anymore? He's talking about his three kids that he's got in Mexico that he's trying to support. The debate basically leads up to a random woman dying because they couldn't decide. It's at this point where we get into what you were talking about. The cop recognizes the tattooed man. He says he beat his girlfriend. This idiot admits to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
0: Yeah, I did, but
1: it wasn't. But she uh, deserved it or yeah. something. She was, she was sleeping around dead. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's one thing about the movie is, I guess, in the heat of the moment, when you only have two minutes, it's not like they had time to calm down.
0: But Or to come up with a convincing lie.
1: We only have two minutes to try and wait it out. But I guess it would have been a boring movie if no one said anything for an hour and a half. (laughs) Next up, the blonde woman, who I think we find out later is Christina, questions, what if we're supposed to choose who is good and bad, who deserves to live? So what if this is a morality game? Which... Sadly, we never really find out if that's important, but it brings up a lot of things from then on. The thing becomes about everything. It's everything. It's who's good, who's bad, who has a family, who doesn't, who has a worthwhile job, who doesn't. People are just bring up every kind of factor you might bring up in regards to what makes
0: you know, value, I guess. Like, a what... human life valuable. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's at this point that the young black man says that we've reached the minority quota.
0: <laughs> I thought that was hilarious when he said that. It was like so meta almost.
1: <laughs> and I like that. I like that a lot. But obviously the people in the room did not like it. They are saying, that doesn't play anymore. How does that work? This is where the Asian guy said, I'm not counting the Asians here. <laughs> Which, yeah, there weren't many. Yeah, And even... The other African-Americans were saying, don't do this. You're basically making yourself a target. Just be quiet. (laughs) Everyone has told him to stop. Like everyone has told him to stop. And then the cop goes off and he definitely starts to say some racist things. Boom. He's dead. (laughs) So somehow by playing uh, the race card, as it's called in the movie, he's actually brought out the bad side of the cop. Now the cop is gone. So it did work to his advantage. I don't think it was a purposeful play, though. Mm. It looks like he was just trying
0: to save himself. Yeah, I don't think he thought, oh, yeah, someone in this room is going to be racist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he may have thought it, but I don't think he believed he could pull that out of them. Yeah. So the next plan is force a tie. Now, we can't vote for ourselves. That's established. So we have to vote for the person to your right. And the first time, it fails. Somebody just dies, random person dies. Second time, there's a tie between the pregnant woman and this guy in a plaid shirt. Now, don't confuse that with the guy who's going to live later. (laughs) The cardigan guy, he says he saw the plaid guy vote for the pregnant woman, so he voted against him. So in the tie, you have to vote again.
0: How can he know? He can't know.
1: That is a kind of issue. You could see which way they're moving their hands a little bit, but... I mean, maybe if the guy was staring right at the triangle as he was voting. But, yeah, it's very unlikely. Mean, I think, though, with the pace of the movie...
0: Just something to keep it moving forward.
1: You keep moving forward and you also don't have a lot of time to think about it until later. I agree with you. The second time through, I i don't think I thought that the first time. But the second time through, I definitely was going, I don't know how you can know because you can't see. Yeah. So, he couldn't really be sure they voted for pregnant lady because he could have voted for like the person right next to her so i don't know it's a little weak but i'm willing to give them this one but it's at this point this is where the movie kicks it up a whole nother notch and this is where he says only one person can live and what he realized was a bit of game theory that's going on he said all that guy that we just killed the guy in the plaid shirt he realized that it's going to come down to the pregnant lady and the kid nobody's going to vote against them. And it's basically the the concept, remove your toughest competition. Mm. And so there starts to become this faction of, yes, that's a good point. We should get rid of them. And then a faction that want to make sure that they're the last ones to go. So (laughs) now not to confuse this with the other guy, this guy's (laughs) going to last for a very long time. I call him the guy in the flannel shirt as opposed to the plaid shirt.
0: Jesus, man! You gotta know a lot of fashion stuff in this.
1: Well, he basically well, there's no there's no names. Even you look up on IMDb, and it's I didn't find their actual names, but it's very much like this. You're like
0: guy in flannel shirt, yeah,
1: man number one. You know, like, <laughs> probably one of the randoms early on. But yeah, it's hard to tell. Like one was called the young female or something, and so I got confused because that's that's not the kid, and it's not. So uh, yeah, no. It, that's where discussing this movie becomes a little bit tricky if you're not watching it at the time or looking at the images at the time.
0: And you got people like me comparing them to people that they look nothing like.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the guy in the flying shirt, he's the one, he's kind of the leader of we should get rid of them to equal the playing field. So the next vote comes down to a random woman and a kid. Random woman dies. Cardigan says they're exposed now. They're always going to be in jeopardy. So we have to protect them. So this is where the factions really start to come in. So now there's a... Oh, (laughs) our favorite guy. I love this guy just because of how slimy he is. It's it's so bad. He's like, hey, uh, kid, you get good grades? (laughs) And the one guy's like, oh, yeah, she got a B once. We should kill her. But their whole thing is... One of them is going to have to die. We should choose for them. yeah, this is the argument that comes up. and i'm I kind of get that argument, yeah, because it's very unlikely that these two are going to really want to vote against each other. And as they've established, at least as far as they realize, only one can live. And so if they both tie, they'll both die, and then nobody gets to live. So it's better if one person
0: lives than zero, but we definitely don't know that do we not know that at this point i mean well we, we don't know like if they're the last two in the room we don't oh, know right. that they'll both die yeah that's, yeah
1: you're that's, right we don't know that for sure but based but on everything like that, has happened yeah. so far it's good logic yeah there's a tie between the pregnant woman the kid and some random guy behind them i don't know why he got there maybe a bunch of people didn't know where the arrows actually pointed and so it got to him and <laughs> he just starts yelling like kill them kill them now so of course He dies. Now, Craig comes up with a plan. He suggests people should volunteer. And this 16 year old kid volunteers himself. But this really tall guy in the back, who I don't think has spoken at this point, says, No way. I'm not going to let the kid die before me. Steps off, dies. And then Sweater Vest is saying, Hey kid, do you still want to (laughs) volunteer? It's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the obviously rich business guy the one with the suspenders and tie
0: budget alec baldwin from glengarry (laughs) Ross.
1: pretty much he's saying uh kid what's your name i'll name my next kid after you he's like oh my name's sean and then he says thanks scott as the the (laughs) (laughs) poor kid kills himself and that doesn't go well with the other people
0: That guy lasted far too long, in my opinion. I hated that guy. The sweater vest guy? No, the Alec Baldwin guy. Oh. (laughs) He overstayed his welcome. I
1: really thought he would go earlier, but he didn't say a lot, and that becomes a really big key towards the end. But it's at this point, everyone looks at the soldier to volunteer. Wait a second, guys. I've just put my life on the line for the last two years for you people. I haven't seen my wife. I haven't seen my kid. And I'm not planning to die. There's a middle-aged woman who says her son, Oscar, died on a motorcycle. She even says something interesting. She says, I forgive her. So it must be like the person who killed him in the accident. And she steps off. There's a guy in, a, I think, like a blue shirt with a beard. He says she will see Oscar again. And this is where the atheists start attacking him afterwards. I'm "I'm just trying to give her peace. We find out he's a minister, and he hides behind this weird God has a plan. And the atheists are not having it.
0: This is the funny part where the guy, yeah, he says, with all due respect, that's... It's just like... Painting a big bullseye on his on his forehead, basically. I didn't like the atheists in this movie. I thought they were too preachy, in a sense. Like, it didn't. Uh, I don't know.
1: It's funny, because I put that as well. Like, the atheist just puts a target on his back. Yeah. Like, why would you do this? He tries to back out at the last second. But it doesn't work. He ties with like a young woman. The light goes black, and the atheist has survived. Then he claims to know the blonde woman next to him. He's like, "Oh, aren't you Stacy?" And she's like, "No, I'm Christina." He claims she's an adult actress, and that was just bizarre as well. So I don't so know what I don't know what he was trying to do. I think he was trying to play on the fact that the morality of the Christians would want to vote uh, her okay. dead. Sure, that's. The best logic I can put behind it, but it seems a really stupid play. Yeah. And so he's going to go, you know. But there's this whole thing where he's basically getting information out of her. He's digging this information about maybe she's having a relationship with her boss. I think it was a play, a desperate play to try and save his life because he knew he would probably be next. Next, yeah. But it didn't work. And he's dead. Good. Now, sweater vest guy says we should take children into account, but not the kid in the room. How many children you have? Oh, I have seven. To which another guy says, yeah, I've got 12. Oh, yeah, I've got 27.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brian and so is my wife.
1: But he's saying, oh, if you have no children, you should do the right thing and volunteer. He's just so, so slimy. The rich guy and who we'll find out is a lesbian really get into who should go first. And the rich guy is saying the one you refer to as discount Alec Baldwin (laughs) is basically saying that, I don't know, he's kind of homophobic, I guess, at this point. But he's saying it wouldn't be good if the lesbian died because then the kid could at least have a good home or something. It's just so absolutely stupid in this moment that especially after what happened to the atheist, you think you would learn, but apparently not. Maybe some people just can't. Whatever it was, uh, don't be so stupid. Uh, read the room, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so the rich guy's plan is trying to figure out what sin the aliens really want. What morality do we really want? And so that's the one that he tries to defend is saying maybe they also believe, like many Christian faiths, that homosexuality is wrong. And so that's why she should go. Because we don't know what they want. It's weak. Yeah. It's not reading the room, but it does bring up an interesting idea of we don't know what they want and we don't know what they value. So it is an interesting concept in the fact that what we may value may not be what the aliens value and what the aliens really want. So I do think that it's interesting that it got brought up, but (laughs) what I think is really interesting, she thinks she's going to die. She calls them all cowards just as the rich guy falls dead. Yeah. There's the guy in the blue shirt. He says he has a gay son and he defends him. He's like, there's nothing wrong with him. Again, you didn't read the room. So now Craig suggests that there might only be one target and they have to find who is the target that the aliens want. But that kind of gets brushed aside very quickly. Flannel shirt brings up the problem with there being only two people left and that one person needs to be able to walk away. This is where he brings that up. I mentioned this before, but this is where it really gets brought up in the movie. If it comes down to the pregnant lady and the kid, will they be able to vote for each other or will they both die? One person should be able to walk out of here. And that's a pretty good point, mm. you know? The guy in the blue shirt and the doctor, the ones who apparently had an affair or loved each other, we don't know exactly, but end up being chosen in a tie. Uh, he's got that great line, you never should have married him. She's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, Essentially, they know that they're both gone, but no one else seems to say anything or do anything, and with it, at this point, it is a tie, and they both die. So it's because of this that we know that the tie doesn't work, and so we know that only one person can live. Sweater Vest now grills the pregnant woman. After grilling the kid about her grades, he's now Uh, questioning the woman about the baby's father, and what her job is. So people start asking him what he does. What do you do? Yeah. Like, well, I'm a banker. And that's immediate. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think any English-speaking country banker is not a good position in this room. But I love how he tries to defend it. But we give loans to people, and we help people follow <laughs> their dreams. Mm. <laughs> it's at this point, I was kind of shocked. The Asian guy dies. Because I thought Sweaterfest was gone at this point. Next is the translator, I believe. Right. Now they actually talk about the fact that there are sides and talk about numbers. And we need to have more than half. She was on their side of the kid and the pregnant woman. So the side that wants those two dead have gotten rid of the translator. They've started to band together somehow though it's not really i don't know how they would because you could have picked any person who clearly was trying to support the kid and the pregnant lady
0: i think by getting rid of her though they automatically get rid of the guy that only speaks spanish as well soon
1: that's a good point actually but i'm just surprised that it didn't come down like a tie between those two or something but it worked but now they're literally talking about Who are they voting for and who's on their side and trying to get each other onto their side and to vote with them? Cardigan and the one-armed man try to stack up votes for them. It's a tie between the kid and the Spanish-speaking guy. He goes, flannel shirt and sweater vest start getting votes. They say, Craig, don't you want your wife to live? You should vote for our side. Because otherwise she doesn't stand a chance. So There's a tie between the kid and sweater vest. He goes. Finally. Uh, The wife says she didn't vote the second time. One-armed man says, we all lose, but we can at least die with dignity. The next plan is a soldier says to target the wife to get Craig to switch sides. He does. African-American guy dies. Flannish says that the couple isn't really married. And I think he's really just fishing at this point. He doesn't seem very confident of it. But once that idea gets out there, all of a sudden, they really go into this. They realize that they aren't married because they're asking questions that they can't really know the answers to whether it's right or not. But the thing is, Craig very early on said his name. And so they say, oh, what's your husband's name? He said it earlier. Yeah. When she can't bluff it anymore, he confesses, says it was all her idea.
0: Yeah, and tries to kill her. <laughs>
1: and he dies. Yeah. So now, we're nearing the endgame. Flannel Shirt tries to get votes on his side by talking about families. Don't you want to see your kids again? Don't you want to see your wife again? There's now a five-way tie, which kind of blew my mind the first <laughs> time I watched this. So it's the soldier. It's the cancer lady. It's Flannel Shirt. It's the lesbian, it's the blonde woman. Things, I think, at this point go dark, and when we see again, there are four deaths. Only Flannel shirt remains. He tries to get the pregnant lady to vote for the kid. Instead, the minister steps off, dies. Flannel shirt tries to get Cardigan to trade one, the pregnant lady or the kid, for the liar. He takes that deal, which surprised me, mm. to be honest. But it's at this point we see that there's a man, I mean, we've probably noticed him at this point, but he said nothing so far. So we're not really focused on him. And the thing is, he doesn't vote.
0: Yeah, he's never voted the entire time.
1: Which is possibly why the ties and the voting didn't work, because he's, he's never voted. And that's what Cardigan said. He said, oh, that, that guy's never voted. He's never said a thing. Mm. So there are a few things I love about the quiet man. So one is he's choosing not to play their game think it's Cardigan who says, like, I don't think he wants to give them anything. Mm. He doesn't want to give them a single word, a single anything. He's kind of dying for humanity, essentially. So he's not played the game. He's kept quiet, which is brilliant because it's easier to stay in the game longer by not participating than by joining in, which I think is an interesting fact, but also just the dignity he gets mm. and he doesn't get a single word to say as an actor he could have been an extra for this whole time but i like that he's this focus and i like that that's a really important thing and i think it says something as well about society in general in that sometimes it's good to listen
0: yeah or to keep your mouth shut
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they voted for the flannel shirt and he realized it it's like no wait dead yeah The quiet man is next, though. It said maybe they just wanted to learn about us, who would choose and why, what are our values. Maybe that's what they're trying to figure out. We're research material. Cardigan says, when I'm gone, one of you has to step forward or you both die. And the kid volunteers and it's for the baby. He goes, oh, is it for the baby? Yes. So she steps off and Cardigan switches his vote at the very last second to the pregnant woman. Zap, zap both dead took me totally by surprise the first time yeah i wasn't expecting a twist and this guy the whole time had seemed like a good guy so this totally threw me off totally threw me off and then comes twist number two where he sighs with the leaf but then the countdown starts again and he's shouting well i'm not good enough for you i'm not good enough and then there's the orange light surrounding him But also around the unborn baby. Yeah. It's apparently. The
0: baby gets a vote. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) And he votes to kill the baby. And this is where we get our ending. He gets to walk out of the ship. And, well, not really out of the ship. He kind of goes to black. Mm. And he wakes up in that kind of concrete valley, the water runoff. Yeah. And as soon as he looks up, he's looking at a spaceship. So we do know that, yes, it, it is aliens. Yeah. There are people standing around looking. So I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to think at this point. I love the ending. I love the whole argument about what makes a human life valuable. What is the most important thing when it comes down to having to rank everyone? Mm. Is it family? Is it job? Is it how good of a person they are? Is it what they can offer to the future? In this situation, who lives?
0: Well, I mean, then that's the thing you get to see at the end, kind of the other decisions that were made. You know this has been happening. Well, at least I think it's been happening a lot. Like, there's been multiple games of these being played because when he steps into that almost like a checkpoint area, it's just full of pregnant women and other people who look kind of like him. So it's like, who has survived the games? It's come down to pregnant ladies and... kind people of good at game kind theory. Of, kind of con men. I think he's a bit of a con man. So it's like, I like this movie because, yeah, it's got a lot of social kind of not commentary, but social kind of... No, I think you could
1: definitely yeah. say social commentary. I also think that's a very odd future for the human race, which is all pregnant ladies and common. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: exactly what it looks like. It's like that's who wins. A bunch of people who do it for the best and trying to save two lives instead of their own or people that can connive their way through the game and come out on the other side. There's no middle ground almost. It's like you're either on this side or you're on that side. And that's kind of like who we are as a race, you know? It's like, it's a weird it was a weird, the movie left me feeling weird man at the end, (laughs) because it's not, yeah, it is a science fiction movie, but I think it speaks volumes. They do a really good job of displaying, each character represents a part of humanity and and stuff like that, and that's why we hate these guys, or we feel sorry for these ones, and I'm sure everyone who watches this feels differently about each character as well. I mean, I hope they're not all rooting for the the banker sure. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's just weird it's like it's I, I found the movie kind of poignant
1: and that's why i think it deserved being talked about i don't think that it's the most it's certainly not the most action-packed movie as far as visuals no. but they did a fantastic job with what they had with their visuals it was simple it looked like a chamber where they might do this over and over again and be reused. They had the simple functionality of bodies being able to be removed without anyone having to go in there and get them. They accounted for all the mechanics of the game very well, I think. There's a thing too where you can take a bunch of kids, put them in a gym with some balls, and they will start playing games. And That's kind of what this movie was.
0: Mm.
1: No one was told what the game was. It wasn't explained to them, but they figured it out very quickly and started to play. And there's a part of me that wonders if it's not also commenting on that fact that out of those 50, only one person chose not to play. Only one person chose Mm. not to do this, that pretty much we're always going to either. And I think this is why it comes down to those two groups where either going to desperately try to save ourselves or try to save those we feel need protecting. Yeah. And it does kind of come down to that in the movie. And that's the thing, if you either choose not to play or you kind of, choose those sides.
0: Yeah, and even by choosing not to play, you're guaranteeing that you're not going to survive if it comes into the last of you. So, yeah, it still all works. They they thought about this movie. Like they definitely put a lot of effort into thinking about it. They kind of closed all a lot of the loopholes and a lot of like, yeah, it's it's well thought out, I thought. The thing that I thought was interesting as well is that the hustler guy that lives and makes it off the ship or out of the game. It's not his first time. Do you think that? Yeah. So, I was wondering about that. So I I mean, was he, gonna ask. he says that Um, i don't know if he's saying that as if to say like i have important information i can help you get through this but i'm pretty sure that i think he's done it before but like in a way that doesn't make sense because if they're just looking through humanity basically it's not even a decimation a decimation is when you take one in ten but this is like the opposite of a decimation where you're removing the 99 percent and only leaving one if that is the is the plan for the aliens like they're coming obviously they've come to earth they're looking to Really strip back the population. Why would you make them go in twice? I don't get that. That makes it sound like it's purely for entertainment, almost. What makes you think that, that he's done it twice? Because he says in the game that he's been here before. Does he? Yep, yep. He says he's done this before. Um, about halfway through the movie, he starts to remember, like, no, I've, I've, I've already done this. And, yeah, he mentions that. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong. I we'll have to watch it again. Yeah. I, wrote, I wrote it down. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, he he mentions that he's been here before, but like I said, maybe he's only saying that to save himself for a little bit longer. Like I can give you some more. Inf- I I I know more about this place than you do. So if you let me live, then maybe I can. It tell seems you more. very odd if he said that that they didn't get more information from him. Mm. But I think at the time he just says, "But I can't really remember it." You know, he's like, "It's it's it's foggy, it's hazy."
1: Are you sure that's not the part I was talking about where he just said he remember being sucked up into the room? Maybe. But he doesn't. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't think that he said he's played the game before.
0: Because yeah, to be honest, that doesn't make sense. There's no reason to put you back in again unless it's to... Like, if they're doing like a survival of the fittest and that was just round one and then they're, they're really looking for like the, right. the most evil person on Which earth.
1: I've seen before in other kind of elimination movies. Sure. So... That would have been fine. But I think if he had said, I've played this before, halfway through the movie, I don't think that that would have been a fact that they would have ignored.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: I think other people would have had some questions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that kind of makes sense. But I mean, I wonder, I wonder what the aliens are doing. I think it's just a, yeah, a resource problem. But surely you'd find another way, just, they're aliens, they can release a virus, or they could do something, you know, they could just...
1: But again, maybe it's not as entertaining, or... As some of the characters suggested, maybe they are doing research. Sure. What is important. And they might be choosing whether or not we deserve to live at all. Sure.
0: But it does look, at the end, it does look like there's been some kind of war. Definitely. It looks a bit... Oh, there's rubble and stuff like when they're going around. It, it to me, it looked like the beginning of Half Life Two. It looked like just like this checkpoint mesh fence, a lot of rubble and rocks lying around. It looked like a kind of post-apocalypse almost. And so it looks like, yeah, maybe there was a war. They lost, obviously, <laughs> and uh, and now it's like, yeah, maybe they are just studying them, seeing if they do deserve to live at all. Or like I said, maybe it's. We need some slaves, or we need some they're not looking to rebuild they're <laughs> like we're rebuilding with all the charlatans of the earth and all the pregnant ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it would be like though to have like a room if they just put all the bad guys together and all the pregnant ladies together. Well, that would have been the sequel, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's the thing though with this movie, you could make hundreds of mo when oh, you get boring after a while, but you, there's no end to that. You could do it with different combinations, you could have different maybe tweak the rules a little bit, you could have it. Yeah, like all the same characters or very similar characters or... Yeah,
1: it would be... You'd have an all-star episode where the survivors all get thrown in.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, that would be... Yeah, and they all remember it, so they all know what they've got to do.
1: I do like how it ends, though. It's very, very simple. He wakes up, he walks out. As you said, we just see a handful of people. I don't know why they're all staring at the spaceships. I guess maybe most of them haven't seen it or they've all just gotten out. Mm. Because my thinking was, well, the spaceships have been here a while already, so you would think that they would have already seen them. Yeah. You wouldn't see like a group standing out there. But if, like you said, these are the escapees, these are the survivors, then yeah, they probably want to look at where they've probably been for the last hour and a half. Yeah. To a couple of days. We don't know how long they were sleeping. So that makes sense to me. I think to stay low budget and to keep things as it is, is a very quick ending. It proves that, yes, there were aliens, it wasn't some sort of US government conspiracy or something. I like the fact that that is answered. Me too, yeah.
0: I would have hated it if it was, if it just like faded to black.
1: The one thing that does interest me is the fact that we hear what that guy was saying, the Cardigan guy, our con guy, what he was saying throughout the game. And I'm wondering, is he hearing that? Is he kind of playing through it again and dealing with the repercussions of what he did? Right. Or is it just to point out how he made himself the winner? Mm. That by supporting the pregnant woman and the kid, that's basically how he game-theoried his way into the end. Probably. So I, I don't know with, I think... With that one, it just depends on what kind of person you are and how you interpret that. Whether you think that he's regretful or it's just for us, the viewer, to realize how he gamed the system.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's definitely, he's not a good character, I don't think. Yeah, he's not, he's not, he's not a good guy, that's for sure. But no, I mean, by choosing that side, because yeah, you know they're going to win. Like the guy, I don't know what you called him, but let's just say the bad guy earlier along who... I'm I'm gonna call him the tribal guy because he basically goes all he goes Lord of the Flies basically and divides everyone into two camps. That was a mistake because his logic is side with me, and then at least we know that the sure shot winners like the pregnant lady and the kid will get rid of them. But again, he's only trying to save himself because he knows it's going to come down to the the bad camp Lord of the Flies people, and then it's going to be absolute chaos. But the, the, our charlatan guy that wins in the end, he knows that it's going to come down to them. He has to. and Because uh, who's going to kill a kid? Well, him. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, good ending. I was surprised the, with the double twist. like As that girl steps off, he just instantly votes for her. And then like the, the second vote with the, the baby. But I, mean, I wonder like, as well, like why did that happen? I'm guessing that those red circles just... There's n- I don't think there's anyone watching them. That's, and I think that maybe is important to kind of theorize something about what the movie is. I think these are all automated rooms. They're, they're just like, off you go into the test chamber. We're not even watching this. I think that's just like a life detection plate. As soon as you step off, boom, you're dead. So she is dead. Somehow the kid survives. The baby inside survives. I don't really understand that part. But, well, we don't know exactly what but, that technology does. So... I'm pretty sure it just detects life, and so like, that life form that still left the baby
1: I mean, I guess... Well, what I'm saying is it killed the mother, but the baby was still alive.
0: Oh, you mean you don't know about the technology that actually kills them? And I guess you know, maybe when, if, if you die maybe the baby does survive a little bit of time inside the womb, you know? Who knows? I'm no scientist, but I like that, how it's like, yeah, it's an automated process, it's almost clinical and then they're only interested in the final result. They don't care about anything in between. Dark. But great movie. I enjoyed it a lot. It's uh, it's definitely one that I would probably watch again. Same here. Gaps filled and more gaps created. Oh man, I'm going to be coughing a lot today. Great. (laughs) (laughs) So. Bye. Well, my voice broke there. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I do like in the menu how the clock is the same time as your time.
1: I didn't notice that.
0: North, South, East, West with the creepy eyeball thing, isn't it? The eyeball lock. I like the tutorial room. It allows you to jump into the game not having played the first one, which I don't know if people would actually do that. You could. But you can if you want to. You're not really missing
1: a lot of story in the first
0: one. No, not at all. And this
1: one to me felt like six different people worked on six different things and then they put it together.
0: They've kind of tacked all these things together and like, all right, we'll make the story up at the end. (laughs) Just (laughs) do what you want i've got the egypt room okay you do the egypt room
1: it seemed to be three clues one was incredibly vague and unhelpful one basically told you what you probably already knew and the third one told you the answer (laughs) (laughs) so i very quickly had to stop using the hint system so that takes us to
0: well It takes us to the kind of elephant in the room. Why? (laughs) I would love it if there was an elephant in the room. Um, All this and more on the next episode of Filling in the Gaps.